1: In Pakistan, we see many of the Muslims, they have high regards and respect for uh, Mother Mary. I have seen some of the Muslims, those who pray Hail Mary, uh, especially the women at the time of their deliveries or like uh, during the time of their pregnancy.
0: 96.5% of the quarter billion people in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan are Muslim. And the tiny Christian minority of 1.3 million often face violence and persecution under blasphemy laws. Yet they work with patience and humility for Pakistan across seven dioceses with 500 Catholic schools, 119 leprosy clinics and hospitals, which have eradicated leprosy in Pakistan, as Ayaz Gulzar describes on Almost Good Catholics. Welcome to Almost Good Catholics, a conversation about theology and apologetics. I'm your host, Chris Odenitz, and I get to ask interesting people who've thought about the big questions to share their conclusions, to explain what we know, how we know it, why we think we know it. And I hope this dialogue may help us approach the truth and have a really great time doing it. If you'd like to join the conversation, please email almostgoodcatholics@gmail.com. gmail.com. My guest today is Ayaz Gulzar. He is a journalist and a civic leader in Karachi, in Pakistan. His articles are published by the Union of Catholic Asian News. He's also a leader in the Jesus Youth Program in Karachi, which is how I found out about him online. So thank you so much for joining me today, Ayaz, and welcome.
1: Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I thank God uh, for this great opportunity to share my faith uh, for this program, Almost Good Catholics from uh, Pakistan. Amen.
0: Amen. And it's a real pleasure for me to speak with you because we are, we are literally on the opposite side of the, the earth. I have eight o'clock in the morning. You have eight o'clock in the evening. So we are we are talking uh, 12 hours apart. Um, my first concern and question is for you and your family. How are you doing, given all the recent flooding in Karachi that we have read about in our newspapers here during the monsoon? Is it something that has affected you closely or your family?
1: Uh, we thank God that we we are safe, and uh, but uh, in this past two weeks, due to this in this monsoon season and in heavy rains, hundreds of people are affected in Karachi city, and the government has uh, uh, called for an emergency situation in the province, the Sindh province of Pakistan. So many of the people are struggling, especially those who are in backward areas, and. Uh, we thank God uh, that uh, there are a number of people number of uh, NGOs who are reaching out to these people including our Catholic Church organization Karitas Pakistan Karachi uh, they they are reaching out uh, to the people with the food with the other material that is required for their safety for uh, with the medicines and they have also provided to the tents a parachute tents to the people who have uh, lost the roofs of their houses as well as those who have partially damaged the roof of their houses Th-
0: thank you for telling us about that and uh, thank god that you are okay and thank you also for this reference for caritas pakistan in karachi in case listeners or other people would like to do something um, actively to help our brothers and sisters in your country uh, and I also want to congratulate you on the first communion of your daughter. As we were emailing back and forth, my two younger children also had a first communion, so that is something we have in common. Uh, would you tell us about your life and uh, your family? Did Did you grow up in a in a Catholic household or a or a broader Catholic community? How was it for you?
1: Uh, thank you very much uh, for your congratulations message and my daughter is nine years old uh, she has her first holy communion few weeks ago uh, a day before the feast of the body and blood of our lord jesus christ uh, my son is five years old uh, i am married since 12 years uh, and uh, i thank god that i'm i'm born and brought up in a catholic family and uh, uh, From then, we are practicing the Catholic faith here, we are living the Catholic faith. and uh, uh, Besides this, uh, I am leading a Catholic lay movement in Pakistan with the name A Jesus Youth. A Jesus Youth is an international Catholic lay movement that is approved by the Holy See in 2016. It was started in India and now it is actively serving in more than 30 countries. Uh, including pakistan and there are small beginnings in some parts of middle east uh, including israel jordan and uh, some parts of africa like uh, uganda
0: what is it like to grow up uh, in a catholic family in a country that is majority muslim i think the i think pakistan has 96% uh, muslim people it was established as a Explicitly, Muslim state when the British left India and and allowed the partition between the Hindu state of India and the Muslim state of Pakistan and yet there are people like yourself or people like the Sikh uh, minority for people like me who live in a country where it's very easy to be Christian and uh, many people are Christians
1: I have my schooling in the church school uh, in St. Jude's High School then uh, I, I also get a chance to Uh, study in a catholic college and uh, regarding faith uh, challenges are there Uh, we face discrimination uh, but not as much as in the uh, backward areas or in the uh, northern parts of the country and karachi is a metropolitan city Uh, in the archdiocese of karachi we have uh, 16 parishes 16 catholic parishes uh, then uh, we have uh, numerous schools. We have uh, a Catholic hospital here. But in the localities where we live, very rare it happens in this metropolitan city that uh, people uh, they are persecuted. Uh, mostly these types of uh, incidents of discrimination and persecutions are taking place in the interior part of the Sindh province. Uh, and in the Punjab province, uh, which is the biggest uh, province of Pakistan with the population of uh, Christians. So, most of the Christians are residing in the province of Punjab. And uh, from the province of Punjab, they have migrated to uh, all parts of the country, like to the Sindh province and to the Balochistan Uh, Besides this, there are people who are also uh, converting to Christianity from other faiths, but but it's not a very fast process and it's in very less number.
0: Yes. Is that dangerous to convert to Christianity, for example, from Islam? Can you face uh, punishment for that?
1: As per the law, uh, we don't see any of the challenges. There are some Muslim people who are converted and they are serving... As pastors in Pakistan, um, there are some people, very few Muslims who are converted and they are living a good life but most of the time the threats are from the people with the fundamental mindset and uh, there are some uh, people, those who belong to Hindu religion, uh, they are converting um, but. They are not the ones uh, who are uh, Muslims or Hindus like Uh, they are the ones who are themselves coming to the church and church following the proper process of the uh, first catechism gives them a chance and time to reflect on their decision and after a period of uh, proper catechism uh, church uh, baptizes them but it's not a very fast process it's a very slow process like it takes around two to three years for each of the person who comes uh, to the church to convert to Christianity Mm -hmm.
0: and you made a distinction between life in Karachi which is the big city a metropolitan and perhaps cosmopolitan area where there's probably more tolerance and pluralism and then the interior of the country, um, with sort of the rural areas. Uh, do you go, ever go out into the countryside? What is it like to get on a bus and travel into Baluchistan or into the Sindh province?
1: Uh, yes, um, it's like we see into the interior parts or the rural areas where how we face the discrimination uh, in a very different ways like in some of the restaurants there they have kept the different dishes uh, glass plates and spoons like this to serve if they come to know that you are a christian they'll Mm. they'll serve you in in the dishes that they have only kept uh, to serve the christian people and um, it is, uh, it is also uh, reported that uh, at some of the places like uh, the NGOs they denied or they refused to give uh, the Russian bags or the material aid to the people of uh, other faiths other than uh, the Muslims or uh, they denied to give aid uh, to the non-Muslims. Uh, So these are the things but what happening actually in the interior part of the Sindh and in in the province of Punjab uh, mostly uh, the biggest challenge is uh, for the Christians and the religious minorities is the forced conversions and they abduct a teenage girl and then they forcibly convert her and after the conversion they make her uh, marry to a Muslim man who is almost Twice or thrice uh, or uh, three times uh, mm-hmm. bigger mm-hmm. in age as compared to the girl Now that is
0: that is very terrible, and you write about this um, in in your in your journalism. Um, yes. and you also have a story about a, a a murdered pastor recently.
1: Yes, yes, there are attacks on the churches also uh, in the past. And there is also a great threat of the blasphemy laws. Recently, in past uh, three weeks' time, the lower courts have uh, announced uh, punishment to death for the four uh, Christian people for committing blasphemy. Uh, we cannot say... Th- actually, they have not committed. They, they are... Uh, trapped into it they falsely accused for it and uh, we hope for uh, them that the cases will be put forward to the supreme court and after that uh, we pray for them that they will be released from these uh, false allegations so it's like um, people uh, use this for their personal uh, grudges or to set their personal scores like the recently we have uh, a Christian fellow who, who is punished to death. He is uh, a motorcycle a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And uh, just because of uh, uh, of an argument with a Muslim man, uh, the Muslim man accused him that he has committed a blasphemy and he is now in jail. And the lower court has announced punishment to death for him. But uh, we are hopeful that, uh, and we pray for these people especially, uh, that uh, may God protect these innocent people and they should uh, get released from these cases and they should be united with their families.
0: Yes, amen. Those are uh, very serious cases and they reveal to us something that is hard to imagine um, living in this part of the world, that words can have such great consequences. Uh, we we have uh, famous examples um, here uh, of you know someone insulting the Prophet Muhammad in a political cartoon or something like that, and there being real violence. And here you have it in a country where that is normal, or at least in certain provinces. One other thing I learned from your writing is that there is also um, positive things happening uh, also in using words and symbols. For example, you wrote in two thousand and eighteen about the Archbishop. Joseph Coates, who was elevated to cardinal at that time, and how he would m- join a celebration along with other religious minorities like Hindus and Sikhs to celebrate the birthday of the prophet uh, Muhammad. And um, that's a beautiful story. And it also shows how uh, a Catholic leader can try to extend the, um, the olive branch and try to make peace with, with our fellow, uh, fellow um, Abrahamic monotheists
1: our Cardinal uh, his eminence uh, Joseph Cardinal Coots is a great blessing for the church in Pakistan uh, he has his episcopal motto harmony. harmony so since 1988 he is promoting Harmony among the people of different faiths uh, religions, ethnics and even in the various denominations of the in the Christianity so he, he has a special mission, a special call uh, for this and uh, even in all the dioceses he worked. He worked in Catholic Diocese of Hyderabad, Catholic Diocese of Faisalabad, then he was uh, transferred to Karachi as an Archbishop of Karachi and here he was elevated as a, at the rank of the Cardinal. So he has good terms with all the uh, leaders, Islamic leaders of different sects. He's in good relationships with the Hindus, the Sikhs, and the leaders from other communities like Baha'i community mm. and uh, Parsi community. So, uh, he he has uh, spread a new wave in the church uh, with this great message and his motto, harmony. And even he is now presently the uh, chair chairman of the Christian Study Center in Pakistan uh, that works for interreligious dialogue and interfaith harmony so he is connected with so many Islamic leaders working closely with the priests in Pakistan who are uh, on this mission of the church to promote harmony uh, to create an environment of dialogue so uh, he, he has done a lot to bring people closer with one another in Pakistan
0: what a blessing he is a man of a man of peace perhaps the most famous Pakistani for us is uh, the girl who won the Nobel Peace Prize Malala Yousafzai Um, and she also has preached harmony and mutual friendship and respect for for girls and education Uh, is she a big figure uh, within pakistan as she is outside
1: uh yes uh she she has promoted uh, and raised his raised her voice a lot for the education of the young girls for the teenage girls and uh she is well known in pakistan she is well appreciated uh in midst of all these appreciations for her good work um uh, she is also not welcomed and appreciated by some of the people in pakistan who are with the fundamental mindset but mostly in pakistan outside pakistan and even in the church uh, church leaderships including the priests they also appreciate uh, good works she is doing uh, to for the to educate the girls and uh, the message of peace and uh, how many she's uh, promoting. Let's talk
0: about uh, the youth uh, that you work with in the Jesus Youth uh, Movement. How did you become involved in it? Uh, tell, tell us the story.
1: Uh, yes, I, I was a member of the Catholic Youth Commission of Pakistan Catholic Bishops Conference from my parish uh, in 2008. I was chosen by our director, Mr. Anvik Bal, He chose me to be part of one month uh, full-timers training that is known as Jesus Youth International Full-Time Volunteers Training in uh, Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, From there, the journey began. And I had a very deep experience and a great encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ through the various uh, faith activities like Holy Mass, Mm. Adorations, Praise and Worship. And besides, there were uh, the sessions that were very, that were with a very authentic catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, sessions on the Holy Bible, uh, evangelization, and uh, the charisms and spirituality of the Jesus Youth, church history, and several other topics. So that completely changed my life uh, to live a Jesus Youth lifestyle. So then I started working here in Pakistan, in St. Jude's Parish in Karachi. From there, it started in Pakistan and uh, uh, with the time, slowly we reached out to other parishes in the of Karachi. And at the moment, uh, with this mission of uh, young people reaching out to young people, Mm -hmm. and helping one another to continue our faith journey as missionary disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ we are present like we exist in all the seven uh, dioceses uh, which includes two archdioceses, four dioceses and uh, one uh, apostolic vicariate we exist in all seven of them but uh, we are functioning in four of uh, five of the dioceses with the permission of the uh, Catholic bishops, and with all of their cooperation and support, uh, we are continuing with our uh, mission to reach out to the unreached in this uh, modern time.
0: And how do you do it? What's the best step forward to evangelize and to reach the unreached in your context?
1: Yes, uh, there are several activities. We have uh, prayer groups uh, for the jesus youth members we have uh, a monthly gathering with the name household and uh, then we organize the recollection days we have 11 retreats for them Uh, we have uh, we are also organizing the international formation uh, that is uh, given to us by jesus youth international after the approval from the holy see so recently we had a one week long discipleship training program here uh, from 10 to 17 of this month. After that, there was a retreat for the Jesus Youth in Catholic Diocese of Islam, Rawalpindi. And uh, young people are growing in faith. Besides this, we, we uh, uh, after reaching to the unreached, after their encounter with our Lord Jesus Christ, we sent them back to their churches to be part of the uh, the ministries and groups in their parishes, especially the one, ones that support the Sunday Mass liturgy and uh, we are encouraging young people uh, to get educated like those who have completed their 10th grades, they can work and complete their 12th grades and then uh, they, those who have finished their 12th grade, they can opt for the university studies and and further. So this is how we are promoting uh, and supporting our young people to grow in faith and to be successful young people in the society. One good thing about this is we are fully self-supported. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't write any projects, but uh, with the contributions, uh, with the small contributions of our g members, uh, we are able to organize uh, such big programs at our own support. Uh, in the cooperation and with the guidance of our uh, chaplains, uh, our coordinators, we uh, are managing things in this way. And uh, uh, most of, for most of the programs, the contributions are not very much. Uh, that makes it difficult for the young people to uh, contribute. The most expensive one we can say is like the retreat, that is three days live in program. Uh, but we thank god we praise god that young people are also growing in habit to save money Mm -hmm. uh, to join their annual retreats so we we are also encouraging them to be part of a retreat once in a year for which we are very happy and we appreciate our young jesus youth members who are saving money throughout the year to uh join this retreat and to grow in their faith in their spiritual lives and to grow in holiness
0: and how do you reach uh the unreached is this something where you m- might have a friend who's not from a religious background and you you know a young person might speak to another young person and invite that person or is it an advertisement you would put in a in the newspaper or, or or put on a wall so they know come to the meeting okay.
1: We, we, for our, our gatherings, we make the posters and we send it to our friends. We personally reach out to the young people who are far away from the church, who, who are not regular for the church or who have uh, not uh, introduced to the basic teachings of the church or to the catechism of the Catholic church. So we reach out to them personally, one by one and in small groups and then there is another possibility with the help of the posters uh, we make and uh, this is how we are reaching out to the Mm -hmm. young people uh, through their cell phones and their social media apps with the help of our posters.
0: And would it be hard for them to show interest in in Christianity if their parents are Muslim or are they, this is now they've left home and they're sort of on their own?
1: Okay. so these these are the these are mostly the ones who are catholics or christians or the ones who have left their catholic faith and uh, they uh, uh, they joined the other religious denominations uh, till now we are not very open to the non christians uh, as per the threats and dangers we see mm-hmm. in it so yeah uh, till now we are reaching out to the uh, Catholics and Christians uh, people.
0: Is there a different style of worship that is particular to Pakistan? I asked this question because my wife told me a story about her friend uh, at university who had gone to India to to be a missionary. And his goal was to travel around India and persuade uh, the people of India, mostly Hindus, to join his Christian church. And when he found someone who was interested they might come to the service and then they might bring their mother but the mother would look around and say like oh this is this is uh, this is foreign this is not our culture and her her objection was that it was a lot of uh, foreigners from other countries and they were playing piano and guitar and then when they changed the music to still have a, a christian theme but an indian style of music then that same woman who told her son this is foreign we don't like it said no this is another this is another religion. This is fine. I, I like this fine. And so they were able to persuade people because they understood the words and symbols of, of that place. Now, I understand that India is very different from Pakistan because India has a pluralism of gods uh, and, and and a whole approach like that. But Pakistan has a very clear Muslim, one god, one way, one prophet, uh, no changes. But is, is there a, a method that you use that is appropriate to Pakistan that we might not know looking from the outside in?
1: Holy Mass, uh, it's all same that we have all around the world, but we thank God for the church that allows the inculturation in the church. So we have our own hymns in our own national language that is Urdu mm-hmm. and people understand it nicely. So we also have Holy Mass in English, but we also have holy mass in the local languages we have hymns in our local languages we have prayer in Urdu and all that has done all the prayers, all the hymns uh, and all the blessings uh, that are said in the national language uh, regarding the hymns uh, hymns we have in our own language music we play is very much similar, uh, the same music that we have in India, because the roots are same, and uh, tunes, we can say, like uh, music, musical instruments, we have uh, our own. But now in modern time, Mm -hmm. like our young people are also learning the pianos and keyboards, and they play their hymns in the Urdu language on these uh, musical instruments but but we also have our own musical instruments like uh, dole we have we have tabla we have harmonium that is uh, not exactly a piano but something like uh, piano and uh, then we have we also have a flute in some of the churches and choirs they use flutes uh, so uh, we thank God that we have prayers in our national language which is Urdu and we also have prayer services in the uh, local languages as uh, well. Thank you. How
0: did you get into writing? How did you become a journalist? Uh,
1: Presently I am working as a freelancer for Union of Catholic Asian News. Uh, I started with them in 2008 and I am also a staff member at uh, uh, agency of Edes, a news agency of the Pontifical Mission Societies. Uh, with them, I am I am working as a full time staff uh, from Pakistan uh, since two thousand uh, and seventeen, December two thousand and seventeen, and I basically started my missions as a Jesus Youth in two thousand and eight, uh, and that time I was completing my university studies. And uh, it is like I was praying to God after completing my degrees in computer sciences. Like now if I, if I have to continue my journey as a Jesus Youth Missionary, I have uh, to work somewhere to take care of my expenses. And uh, I remember praying for one day, another day to find a good job that supports me and that also let me continue my missions. So then I get a phone call from uh, my youth commission's director that time and he he asked me there is a job in uh, they need a correspondent for union of Catholication news from karachi so if you're interested you can go ahead for the training that is happening in pakistan so i joined the training and from that time i'm continuing in this uh, beautiful profession as a media professional Uh, Since past 14 years, I am in this field of journalism. Uh, Along with it, I also served as an editor for the weekly newspaper in Archdiocese of Karachi for a very short time of six months. I also get an opportunity to serve as a diocesan uh, director for the Catholic uh, Biblical Commission in the Archdiocese of uh, Karachi. In the leadership of our emeritus Archbishop um, Archbishop Everest Pento, so I feel like it, for me uh, this uh, is not a job; it is it is a call from God that I can continue my missionary works along with this uh, jobs or work I am doing for uh, Agency of Fides and uh, for Union of Catholication News.
0: What is your favorite thing about your job? What do you enjoy most?
1: I really enjoy reaching out to the people I don't know, to come up with different stories, and to interview with them, and to listen to the challenges they are facing amidst uh, all uh, the this, uh, issues that we are facing these days, like uh, now there, is, there are floods, due to heavy rains uh, but there is also uh, inflation of the prices things have got very expensive which is another challenge for the people and uh, so I I really enjoy uh, my work uh, to reach out to people, to talk to them to listen to them and to be a voice for them uh, through my news articles or other articles that I write for the news agencies
0: yeah and uh, Pakistan is a very big country I think you have 245 million people have you traveled all over the country or um, is it not safe or maybe the the roads are not great everywhere and so you try to do this work remotely
1: I I have traveled uh, to all the four provinces but I cannot say that I have seen every corner of the country but I have been to all the four provinces Uh, people there are very welcoming, people are very loving uh, they appreciate your presence in their provinces and uh, especially uh, the challenges are because of very small group uh, of people who are with a fundamental mindset I feel like they are the ones who have not understood their uh, religion mm-hmm. or the message of love in their religion, the message of acceptance, the message of harmony. Otherwise, I have studied with the people who are non-Christians. Most Many of my class fellows were Muslims, some Hindus in school, in college, and in university. I have not experienced any of the discrimination or rejection persecution from my friends who were with me in the school Uh, but uh, at the same time I see uh, coming to the professional life in the markets and it's not a very big number very small number uh, but uh, we pray for them that may God change their minds and they shall uh, do good uh, to promote uh, the love the peace the harmony Mm -hmm. Uh, among the people of various faiths living in Pakistan.
0: Amen. And that is, you know, to to pray for those who persecute you is exactly what we are supposed to do. I think uh, for for people in my country, that's sort of uh, an abstraction. And for people in your position, it is a real day-to-day challenge that you face. Uh, Do you find that the people who are Muslim who... Uh, would give you a hard time. Do you think that they have a higher regard for Christians than they do for, say, um, Hindus or 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 Sikhs or Bahai, simply because of Abraham and Isaac and Ishmael, and they we have Jesus the Son of God, but they have the Prophet Isa, and, and they have a respect for for his mother Mary. Does that does that work at all? Is that something that happens, or or no? It's just. Um, you know you are you're an infidel and that's that
1: Uh, yes Uh, let me begin with the uh, holy mary Uh, for us she's she's a mother she's mother of christ she um she's our mother but uh, in pakistan we see many of the muslims they have high regards and respect for uh, mother mary i have seen some of the muslims those who pray hail mary Mm -hmm. uh, especially the women at the time of their deliveries or like uh, during the time of their pregnancy, that mm-hmm. period. So I have experienced it, and uh, uh, for uh, for uh, the people who are here, like the only only uh, difference we see is like we we accept Jesus as our Lord, the Son of God. Others they do they take him as a as a prophet. So there are many Muslims who, who very seriously, uh, they believe in Jesus Christ because they feel like that uh, their faith will not be complete if uh, they will not uh, believe in the Jesus Christ. But uh, for them, uh, Prophet Muhammad is their last prophet. So at the same time, uh, 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 there are uh, people, a very small number of people who uh, those who do not accept jesus and uh, due to which the we see hatred for the people of uh, the people the christian people in uh, pakistan and uh, especially these are the ones we can say like they have no proper knowledge about their faith also and they have no proper knowledge about the abrahamic uh, religions everybody is not aware of this term also here Mm -hmm. like abrahamic faiths so but maybe
0: people of the book is that something that muslims say that
1: yes this is what they accept this is what they accept they believe in the uh, gospels they believe in the psalms and they believe in torah Mm -hmm. yes
0: yeah that's so interesting um Ayaz, are there other things you would like to talk about?
1: Yes. So we thank God for so many blessings that uh, our people in Pakistan, uh, they are living a good life, they are happy. Uh, and uh, we thank God that amidst all these challenges, discriminations, persecutions, uh, they, they are keeping strong in their faith uh, Along um, with the success stories, uh, we can also see the persecutions, the challenges, especially. We have uh, the first one is the forced conversion, that is the topmost issue. Then the blasphemy laws, mm-hmm. uh, the people who are falsely accused into it. Uh, but when we see the stories at the back, at is all created to set their personal uh, grudges or their personal scores so besides this uh, uh, we see our people are doing uh, good here in Pakistan they are very sincerely working for the good for the development of the country in the field of the education we have uh, more than 500 schools, more than 500 Catholic schools in the wow. country. Yeah. Uh, we, we have seven uh, dioceses out of which one is still vicariate. Uh, so uh, we have uh, seven bishops, Catholic bishops. Uh, we have several uh, uh, hospitals in the field of social services are organizations uh, like uh, Caritas, uh, is very active in reaching out to the people. Uh, we have uh, homes for the physically and mentally challenged. We, we have uh, uh, our hospitals uh, for leprosy. Uh, we have Mary Edward Leprosy Center that, that uh, has 119 uh, clinics, dispensaries and hospitals all around the country. And because of the hard work of our Catholic Institute, Pakistan was set, has become leprosy-free country, uh, and uh, so uh, Christians in Pakistan are doing very good, uh, and very sincere for the development of the country. Uh, amidst all the challenges they are facing, uh, they work for the good of the country and they pray for the success and for the development of the country. Even in, uh, I can say what I have seen uh, and what I've experienced is that in every mass, uh, uh, people pray for the good of the country, for the development and for the prosperity of uh, the leaderships, political leaderships and for the country.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for giving me this hour of your time. It is a pleasure and a privilege to meet you from the opposite side of the world. And I'm uh, proud to be a Catholic with you as you are a young leader for, for the future of our church and the future of your country. Uh, would, you, would you be so kind as to say a blessing for our listeners and their families, for our whole world in Pakistan and our church?
1: Uh, yes, uh, I I humbly request uh, to all those who are listening is to keep uh, our country in your prayers, our people who are very faithfully serving the country uh, and especially uh, those who, who are facing discrimination and persecutions, especially the young girls who, who are forcibly converted, abducted, and converted and forcibly married and uh, and those who, who are having miserable lives because of uh, uh, because they are uh, in jails or in prisons uh, for falsely accused under the blasphemy laws so I pray for you all and uh, we'll, we'll say together uh, I'll may God bless each one of you abundantly and I'll conclude it with the prayer glory be to the Father and to the Son and Son, to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit as it was in, the, in baking, the beginning is now is and ever now, shall, and be shall be forever world without time Amen. Amen Nails Spears shall pierce him through the cross be born for me Hail, hail
0: the word made, flesh the babe, the son of Mary. Ayaz Golzar and Chris Odinitz recorded this conversation on Saturday, July 23, 2022, the feast day of St. Bridget of Sweden. She lived in the 14th century, was married and had eight children, one of whom would become St. Catherine of Sweden, before forming the Bridgetine Order or the Order of the Most Holy Savior in 1370. Our music is from Josh and Margot of the Great Space Coaster, and their website is gscoasterband.com. Our logo, the image of the dog, is from a stained glass window in Spain, which I took from the Dominican friars of England, Scotland, and Wales from their website, english.op.org. I'm Chris Houdinius. Please email me with comments or questions or ideas for future shows at almostgoodcatholics at gmail.com. I thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.
1: This, this
0: is Christ the King Whom shepherds God and angels sing